think I know what this is. You see, Stan, as you get older, things that you used to like start looking and sounding like shit. And things that seemed shitty as a child don't seem as shitty. With you, somehow the wires have gotten crossed and everything looks and sounds like shit to you. It's a condition called being a cynical asshole. Oh, no. Yes. There's no known cure, I'm afraid. Everything just seems shitty and everyone starts to seem shitty and everything they say just starts to... It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Yes, Mr. Sherman, everything stinks. Your soul is mine. No! Fatality. <clears throat> All we are is dust in the wind, dude. Dust? Wind. Dude. Leave them to me. I have you not. All too easy. What? <laughs> You hate to do it, but at the same time, it's hilarious. Hello and good evening, everyone, to another episode, and welcome to another episode of Saturday Night Sith. I am your host, Fractured Filter, and as always with me is Hitman 187 How are you tonight, sir? Oh, just living the dream. It's so, <clears throat> living the dream, yet yeah, so hot, so hot outside. Yeah, it's been rather toasty, and as soon as I, as every chance I get, as soon as I, I, I'm out, I'm uh, either back in my car driving home, and then I'm right back in the house where we have at least some uh, window air conditioners to help cool things down a bit, because, yeah, whew, I don't, I don't like the heat. No, I'm about to move to Antarctica or Alaska <laughs> and just deal with not having uh, sunshine for eight months out of the year 10 months out of the year when it gets as hot as it does it is awfully tempting isn't it Oof. just stay inside and just not be social yeah that's kind of the problem right it's like you want to maybe go out see some things or do some things but it's like man oh. it's not all that in, uh, enticing for that heat one of my friends are like uh they're like do you want to uh i'm about to they're like we're I knew the green belt. If you want to meet down there, it's going to be hot. I'm like, uh, I'm busy as I'm in bed <laughs> texting on Twitter. Immediately busy. Sorry. Yeah. This, yeah this, sorry. I'm rearranging the spice rack at my house. <laughs> it's very important. I, I, I'm uh, completely reorganizing my uh, office. Yeah, that's it. That's it. We're doing it. Yeah. 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 I got a doctor's appointment. Can't go. Sorry. Uh so another so, week, much fun has been has been already. So so stupid. I'm gonna pull I, up. I just. This, I feel like every time we we end the show, every time we we were like, all right, we're done, we're we're out for the night. Thanks everyone. And then next thing, like either the next day or even sometimes like right as soon as we're off, and I just kind of putz around, I start seeing you know news that drops. So I was like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. 
It, no, it, literally, it happens every time we sign off. And well, I posted, I mean, there's I posted before the show that there's a lot of stuff um, I wanted to get into. Um, but uh, I don't know, I, like, where do we even dive in? Like, where do we even start with? Because it's on the scale of stupidity, like, they're all about equally, if not, I don't even know. I was going to say they're both equally stupid, but this one's dumb. This one, I just my, makes my head hurt. And I about literally lost, just lost it last night. I think I was texting you. Oh, is that? Or this the, morning. Uh, is that oh, the, the God, thing yeah. With, uh, oh, uh, Tweedledee. And and oh, I just. Yeah, uh, there was that. Um, there was so it's, I don't know. So I don't know how old this thing is, but I, I was on Twitter. I saw that Stig had posted it first. And then uh-huh. Tim from Open Airlock, he's like, we're, he's like, what did he say? He's like, we're definitely addressing this BS on the space scene. And I thought yeah. it'd be cool to cut. Well, not cool, but I thought it, we should probably, we owe it to the listeners to go over this eventually. Cause it was just like, I just, I can't, I got literally two minutes and 57 <laughs> seconds in and I was looking for my cyanide pill in my bedroom. It's like, where, where is this? Yeah. It was like. What is like about the point when they were talking about their 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 space of of quote unquote storytelling and how it's in between you know episodes six and seven, which again well, the, this reaffirms oh. to people they aren't retconning the sequel trilogy. It's staying there. It's there, people. Well, and um, first of all, like in in like Favreau didn't even know. Like he was looking up to like try to figure out oh, was it sixty when did it take place? Oh uh, yeah. Oh, I think he. he Oh, guys, just supposed to be. When it was like them saying it was like a 30 year space. He didn't even time. know. He's like, uh, the way that he looked, he's like, so, oh, was it, was it Revenge <laughs> of the Was it Revenge of the Sith? No, it won't be Revenge of the Sith. Is it Return of the Jedi? I can't remember. I'm not Star Wars. Either they are purposely trolling or uh, they were just that negligently <sighs> stupid, which wouldn't surprise me on either. I don't think they, they're competent enough to troll. I think they're just incompetent. Or well, I don't think I they're competent enough. Pretty much could be. <laughs> like in this guy, like. Oh God. Well, since we since we're already launched, let's. Uh, I'll let me pull that up. Well, I I this is gonna be like the creme de la creme of what we had, in my opinion. But yeah, we can go. We can start with oh, it first. Oh, I mean, we. I think we got. I we got plenty. In my book, because uh, yeah, there's a reason why I played the Obi Wan Kenobi stealing my soul yet again. <laughs> did you do so? Did you like get through all seven minutes of this, or did you just tap out when I tapped, I tapped out? No, I tapped out. Like I said, when they started talking about the the time in between episode six and uh, oh, seven, and I just and want I, to... I was just listening to them for like a few minutes after that. I'm like, I'm done. I can't. I'd like to point out, and I just that... wanted to save it for this. So I don't know if Favreau is on the payroll of Disney Lucasfilm. I mean, but he this guy, is, yeah. this guy does it's it's ex. Expanded universe, you shyster, not extended universe. Well, it, I mean, the funny no, thing no, is no. what he's referring no. to is if he's referring to the extended universe of their continuity or if he's referring to the original no, no, see, true this canon. Is, this is a tired old tired old argument that, that these <laughs> Disney shills love to make. They love to say, like, the expanded universe gets to go in the corner with... Uh, you know, legends that you know the the true canon, and, and it's no, no. I will die on this. This is a hill I'm willing to die for. It's expanded, not extended. You don't get a rewrite canon 
Hey, I'm you not going to argue with you. No, I know. Uh, my blood pressure. Like I said, when I, oh, God, my blood pressure last night, like, about coded out. I had to almost go to the hospital <laughs> watching this. Is I didn't even finish it, so I guess we could just jump into it because I'm. I'm Ooh, this is seven minutes <sighs> worth of it too. This will be fun. I'll go make a sandwich. No, you're staying right here, boyo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna so endure bad. this. You're gonna endure this. Yeah. Oh, it's bad. I'm, so pumped. I don't. The thing is, too, is I, Filoni is kind of getting is basically like one of those people I do not like listening to. Like, because he talks he about Ahsoka. No, is it? <laughs> not even that. It's just his voice. It's just something that kind of grates on me. He's yeah. not quite Patton Oswalt tier where I just want to utterly punch him in the face just as soon as he opens his mouth. But he's getting there. But he's not because of the stupid stuff he says. I was just going to say this stupid hat that he's worn for I don't know how many years. Yeah, he likes his cowboy hat. Ugh. He even ridden a horse. I mean, come on. Well, he goes to Salt Lake, so I mean. <laughs> oh. oh boy! Back in your cage, spray ball. Yeah, Can- kangaroos. <laughs> George. <laughs> George, Lu- George Lucas. Can you hear I don't it? Know. Yeah. Uh, celebration. A lot has changed since last time we saw a celebration. It was my first one. David been to a lot. It was in Chicago. And it was uh, three years ago, four years ago. Yeah, it was before the Mandalorian ever aired. So, well, they can't keep their own timetable straight with their own series. So why could they keep real life timelines straight? Now coming back here to Star Wars Celebration and to see the appreciation that they've had for the shows that we've made, because now we've done four seasons of television, three (laughs) seasons of television since then. (laughs) Yeah, you just like can't even. uh, Dave is filming. Ahsoka, which is Look and uh, smile. on Disney Plus as well, live action. He's like, oh, I love it. You, you, you just need, you need like the little like thought bubble of Ahsoka, just like right pops up and just yeah, he's. You know what would be in that thought bubble? Yeah, Ahsoka and Luke be, talking, huh? trying to get them. It'd be Ahsoka trying to get Luke's digits. Dot, maybe, dot, maybe, dot. maybe I maybe if I edit over this, I'll put a little thought bubble. And it'll be the uh, uh, Boba the Boba meme of yeah. him. <laughs> Uh, following up on the animated characters that he created along with George Lucas for uh, for the uh, Star Wars animation. What is funny is now they go into a trailer for Andor. Yeah. When they're, they're talking about other things, that, and I don't even think I don't think Favreau and Filoni are having anything to do with Andor. So I no, think it's kind of funny wait. that they're that they're kind of you know doing let me go get trailer. my let me go get my AK forty seven. <laughs> Not even trying to hide it. We love what? seeing the development of all these series and how, you know, from the, the new show we're doing with uh, John Watts, Skeleton Crew, and, and but when you look at Andor and you Skeleton. look at Obi-Wan, you look at Mando, yeah, you look at Boba, they know. all do have a different feeling, a different tone, and I think that's remarkable and really speaks to the the serialized nature of Star Wars and how it could be a very flexible uh, galaxy. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is- yeah, but the, you know, this is a funny thing. He, he, I don't know if he's trying to strictly talk about it in terms of uh, film and stuff like that, but I mean, Star Wars has had many of its own tones or different tones set through the expanded universe, through the books. I mean, look at the darker, grittier kind of books we've gotten. Through, like, you'll never, the, you'll never well, see it again. You'll never no. see that again. 
I mean, you, I, we won't get a Plagueis book again. We won't get a Darth Bane book again, unless they're... Like, no, we did. We did get a Darth Bane. We got a comic, issue number 27. The samurai version of Bane. Samurai oh, Bane. Well, that was a comic variant. We went over Well, that. yeah, I'm <laughs> just saying, like, Master Shredder. The so there's so many stories to tell that it's exciting to that. I don't know yet. I think that I'm waiting to see a little more as I put it together what that tome becomes because it's it's evolving right now. It's evolving. All the shows that we've worked on, whether it's Mandalorian, Ahsoka, Book of Boba Fett. So when he says that, is he going to have something to do with Ahsoka as well? Because he says we. Like he's... Uh, unless I'm just understanding that. Now Skeleton Crew, they all exist within the same time frame. They all exist after Return of the Jedi. So between... Uh, I guess you'd say between episode six and episode seven. There's 30 years there that somewhat unexplored on, certainly on the screen. Uh, to some extent, it's been explored through through fiction and through... Yeah, through universe. better fiction. So there's a, a lot uh, of room for us to tell stories. And there are a lot of characters that are in play because we know who's around at that time. And so Characters that you just want to... Introduce those Use and abuse. Yeah, like, uh, you know, like Cassian Luke. being Kyle... Well, that and then, you know... Want to be on a Katarn, Kyle yeah. Katarn. Or Boba or, Fett. Uh, Fennec Shand. Look at me smiling, I just said it. Well, I... <laughs> I mean, Fennec is, I think, another Filoni creation. So, yeah, of course, she gets to yeah. stick around as much as possible. She's the uh, she's the female version of Boba. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm sorry. My or is, it, I, or I, is I, it Omega? Yeah, I, I don't I remember. Did, I already yeah, said is it Boba Omega? Fett, so... Is it a make? Like I don't know. I don't know who the, fe- I don't know. the female version. I haven't version. seen enough of Bad Batch to see if they try and make her like a, a Boba Fett stand-in, but it wouldn't surprise me. <sighs> it's not how genetics work. No. Characters, we begin to remind people who knew them already, or if you aren't familiar with the other work and you just are coming in through this show, we're introducing them for the first time. And this affords us the opportunity to have stories that interconnect and characters that go from one story to the other. And that creates a very rich fabric for us to. You guys can't even keep your own continuity straight. You can't even try and keep aligned with the original continuity. How are you going to keep stories connected? I don't. I, I think maybe that like. I don't know. They there is no continuity, so therefore they're not violating uh, keeping it within continuity. Maybe I don't know. Neither do I have the freaking time. Great yeah, you'd think you'd, they'd rather be showing their one okay show. Yes. <laughs> Not yeah. Andor, which at the moment we know nothing, really. Has your signet been revealed? Not yet. Well, we established uh, in, in the Book of Boba Fett that there was uh, an opportunity for the Mandalorian to be redeemed because he had transgressed against... Yeah, your, your season three... Uh, Pilot, not pilot episode, but your what was probably going to be your season three starting episodes against the Creed by removing uh, his helmet. Decided to integrate him into group Boba of Mandalorians. Fett. That is something that's not permitted. Now we know that there are other groups of Mandalorians where uh, they have. Well, we already knew there are other groups of Mandalorians, in, 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 and not not just your Wars weird we ones that wanted to always keep their helmets on. Saw with Dave and also with characters that I voiced that the, the Mandalorians are very different. So these different groups are coming together, and uh, we're going to figure out how 
um, how they all, the nexus point for all of those communities, of course, is their home world from which they're exiled, which is Mandalore. You know, again, Star Wars is something that ultimately should make people feel happy. It should make you feel good. It should be uplifting. It should, and that's but it doesn't what I felt in that hall. When people are appreciating and everyone. And, and I know it's something that it's just so important to the DNA of this thing. When you think of when you left the original uh, Star Wars A New Hope the theater, people were cheering at the end. People felt great. Pause this. Pause this. First of all, he's. there. I just want to point out that there's a lot more cheering for Empire Strikes Back than A New Hope, and there was probably <laughs> well, zero yeah, think about for it, Think about it when it, it originally coming out. I'm sure there was yeah. probably a lot of hype, and there was a lot of hype between each no, I uh, each of the movies, for sure. It's it just got Grayson. bigger and bigger as the time went on, but it was certainly like a big spectacle for when it first came out, yeah. The greatest debate is, you know, what's better, Return of the, or... Uh, Empire, uh, or Empire, or Return, and, or yeah. New Hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, you could argue things weren't that great outside. So I think it's so important to give people this yeah, and, and positive feeling that happens through these characters. The the thing that was... Is is, I'd always get my timelines. It was 77, right, that Star Wars came out? Uh, 74, I believe. It was... 77, 74... I don't. I think it was. I I always thought uh, it's between seventy two and seventy seven. I, hate, I thought. Bad with not only my bad names. I'm bad with timelines too. Really quick here. Uh, Sorry, everyone that has to look at Filoni's face. Yeah, how dare you put it back on Favreau? I don't think we're winning. Oh, 1977, So I was correct. It's probably in the works in seventy four. So we're both correct. Oh yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Certain point of view. And then think about this. Two years... About two years prior, the Vietnam War had ended. There's a lot of depression, you know, all that sort of shit that had gone on. It just get, It's still going to be so fresh, right? Yeah. But here was something, a new... It wasn't called A New Hope. It was just called Star Wars. And yeah. it was... It, it, it had its set pieces it got everything it told the the it began the whole hero's journey thing and it had a, a very spectacular and you know yeah uplifting ending and it also it was ex, it was <laughs> it was the escapism at the time because yeah. yes you could maybe make some real world uh slight comparisons but i mean otherwise it was its own universe it was the beginning of its own universe that you were getting the glimpses into and it was just that escape for that time, you know? That was why it was so special and why it got everyone's attention. And that's, the, the, that's what's changed now is they're trying to interject all of the real world, uh, basically making it not, not, no longer timeless, but, you know, dated. No, it's... It, well, Especially that, like that. With coming up with Andor and stuff, how they're going to be having Trumpian style themes and whatever well this is what is just so irritating about it. and i think og had posted something I'll, I'll try to find the tweet but posted something um i think in regards to this like saying that george never put or george did or i can't remember the exact tweet but it's basically either george always did put politics in the movies or he did not and og had a response i think it was like he 
yes, he was aware of the politics of the day, but didn't directly like make movies based off it. I gotta find this tweet because I don't want to misquote it, but it was really interesting. And the, the, this one was um, let me try to find it. Fill the best oh, while I'm I, trying to yeah, find um, it. Do you remember seeing that? It was like they remember, basically saying yeah, that the it was, the rebels we were. We talked the, about the, it a bit last yeah. week too because. They, this post was saying that the the empire was like the, uh, um, the Viet Cong or something in in Vietnam or. Well, that was and, for Return of the Jedi. Oh, was it yeah, okay? Return. I think that was maybe what it was. I believe that was like especially for like Return of the Jedi is like the whole. Uh, but it was it was not making it. Ex- you remember the po- you remember what, a, what, what you you know what I'm talking about right? That I think it was maybe we talked touched on it last week, but it was a post that she. It was very bottled to it, and even, and then there was a video. It was an interview between George and James Cameron, and they were talking. Yeah, I'm. But this is what's so irritating. It's like to your point, it served as escapism years ago with the even the prequels. You know, the original trilogy and the prequels. But now you can't freaking you can't even you can't watch a movie without. Like my goodness, was one of these? um, Was it? I would post in the Discord, but it was like one of them is like going to be standing for like it's like trans pol uh, like trans politics or something or gender identity is one of the the shows that uh, what is what we were talking Which about one oh what was it uh, I don't know if I posted in the Discord I had it last night but it was um, Skeleton Crew or Andor it was one of the two, but it was like they're going to be pushing. It was. Um, I know Andor's getting the whole on. I political find side it. of yeah. the Trumpian stuff, and then um, also, yeah, uh, it was. I believe uh, Andor's also the whole. Um, uh, it, no, it was Andor because it was a female. With the women, yes, the female in, yep, in yep, the yep, empire. Yep, yep. And yep, trying yep, to, yep. Yeah, that's what it was. It was yeah. It's like. Just leave that. Just like I, I don't understand. Like, yeah, it's it's happening in the world, in our country, and you know, in our country, I get it. But like, why bring it into Star Wars? And then, but then the argument on the other side of the fence is like, well, Star Wars is just you know, it's, they're in their own galaxy, in their own world, and right. what, like and you don't know that it doesn't. You know that you don't know that it's not happening there. It's like 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 you could have a point, but again, like. I, I don't I don't know. It's just I think they are perp- like the difference is like you know if it had been something from like day one right like Lucas said he was going to do it in the original trilogies and then the prequels and all this and that but like he did it and therefore this is what's happening now like and the things that are happening now did not happen twenty thirty forty that might be a stretch but like you know like when we were kids like this wasn't a thing like each generation goes through their their own you know whatever it is right but like this right now like with the gender the gender politics and like the trumpianism like you said like this is happening now and it's just ironic and coincidental that well, they're not putting this date, stuff it just dates their product and it, 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 instead of making it timeless well it also like pushes it, the the woke agenda that too yes so again i maybe my People could think my argument is flawed, and maybe it is. I'm just saying, like, if Lucas, if this had been a thing from day one, A New Hope, through the prequels, like, if, if George took, you know, if that's what he wanted Star Wars to be in, in a universe of all this kind of stuff, like, then that'd be one thing, but it wasn't. Like, with the Obi-Wan Kenobi 
thing article that we read about how obi-wan is now like buys like yeah God, the movie's never in the movie like george like the movie's never implicitly said he was but again no, through canon he was, had really he he yeah, they he, he had, focused he relationships a, on girl he had girlfriends even with, not their, own, even with their own with that since they have it connected to uh the clone wars yeah he was yeah. in a romantic relationship with a but again, this is what they love to do. They say, "Well, like, Leia didn't implicitly state that she didn't know him." And no, they love the. It, it didn't implicitly it, state for we sure. Talked about that too. Well, that's like, and that's, that's, that's the whole little, thing. That's their little workaround. You have to spoon this, right? feed. You have to spoon feed them and write it down in crowns on construction paper so they can understand. Yeah. It's like, well, that wasn't that wasn't the last fight. Like, yes, it was, guy. Like, read the novel. Like, it's it's indirectly yeah, it, it, it stated. All, it, it, it makes it all a river, clear. a river of lava. Hmm. I wonder where that could take place. Right. Well, Mustafar is a lava type planet, and that I mean, they fought in front of a lava stream that kind of looked like a river. I don't know. It's just so stupid. <sighs> going on a tangent, but the, 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 yeah, just keep going. I just it's yeah, just let's stupid. Get back to this idiot. Just acknowledgement of these actors where people can come together and say basically thank you. I mean, that's all I hear all weekend if I run that's into right. people is thank you, thank you, that's thank you. Right. Who? Who, who is he working into? They're, like, they're, I, what, what they're, are they thanking him the for joining FurryCon? The people, <laughs> the people that, I mean, as we saw, there are still swaths of people, at least that they were staying focused on for celebration. They have their, their crowd that is still, you know, nom nom nomming this stuff up. Not people like us, no, but you know they—they they still got people that go there, and yes, they, they like—they like what they're doing. Not again. Is this? Is it the younger generation that was introduced to? Do they even know who George Lucas? Like, this is my question. Like, I'm <laughs> asking you. George- yeah, who are these people that are thanking him? And how old? Are, like, what is the demographic? And and there what is are, the age? The sad thing I is, have there never are a seen... lot of people that really like the Clone Wars. So yes, they're going to thank him for that. Basically, fine. He can have credit for that dog, dog water show. I don't care. Um, but I mean, that, that's a that's a lot of where it comes from. Are like, are we just are we people just like liked a, Rebels? Uh, are we just put, staunch? Um, I, I I don't even know. Are we just like? Uh, I I don't even know. I was trying to make a Star Wars reference, but like you got like the Separatists and then you know the <laughs> Republic. But are, are we just like I cannot to this day? We've done this show thirty. This is episode thirty three. Yeah, thirty three shows under our belt. I still to this day, even so, going through thirty three episodes of this show, and then you and I had talked year for like literally we talked for a good what, a couple years before we started doing this. Show, yeah. I still can't to this day understand. It, it's like my 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 brain, an impenetrable wall, and then how they think. I do not understand yeah. how you could how you can like this stuff. And and I'm not like we're not indoctrinated, right? Like we're, well, we're not part of a weird cult. Some, that's what we've tried asking some of the younger people that we talk to. It's like, okay, so why? What is it? Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, she's the greatest Mandalore ever. Well, it, it, this kind of comes down to, for that for some of them, it, this, the, sadly, the sequel trilogy was their first uh, first experience with Star Wars, for one, and then it's just they haven't 
they also haven't um, gone into the expanded universe. They haven't gone into any of the books or anything like that. They haven't I, dipped I, their I toes feel... in that water. So it's almost like I, I equate it to this. It's like you and I. We're not going to release our age, but you and I are you know good old <laughs> boys. It's like you and I go to the mall, local mall, and we listen to this just ridiculous. Like I you can't even call it music. This stuff that's playing on the intercom, and you're like, what? Like I would rather like listen to nails on a chalkboard. Right. Like and it's like just you're like, what is this? Like how in the world could so- and you see these young these young thundercats like doing the <laughs> learning how to do the stewie, dancing to this stuff, and like, what are you doing? But then you and I like, you know, we listen to like Rick Astley, you know, and Steve Winwood and all these guys, like this this is great music. Or Metallica or you know, like ACDC, Aerosmith, like, right? Well, yeah. So it's like (laughs) it's almost like that. And then you watch. So that's how I describe it. Like you, I can't understand how you're even listening to this. Like I'd rather just listen to you know fireworks and guns going off all night. Right. But then it's like you watch the the sequels and you're like, like what is this? And it's even worse because he's like, no, this is not. You're like, no, 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 this is not how it went. This is not how it went. This is this is there's this. You, how did you even get to this point? Like, follow basic math. Two plus two is four. Oh, God. Just, I'm going to, where's my, I need my spray bottle. Oh, I, I, I hear you. So th- my, my question is, like, yeah, like even if they did grow up, if that's just their first introduction, like, how can you even, like, I just don't get it. And maybe, the, and maybe that's it, because you and I grew up with the original trilogy, and, and it's just, the Force Awakens is my favorite Star Wars ever. It's so great. I, I can't even watch A New Hope without falling asleep. I'm like, how, yeah. first of all, how dare you besmirch A New Hope? And there is no hope for you. So go. <sighs> i heard that before, and I've worked right. on a lot of things. And I don't know if it's because it's Star Wars. I don't mm. know if it's because it's been such a isolating period that we're coming out of or beginning to come out of now. But we were, this was very trying times. And, and, um, you know, launching this new streaming service with this title that nobody had any connection to <laughs> either one. And people, I think, found a way to find community by watching things together. There would be people that would stay up and, and watch it. Well, and it came more was- off as like you were desperate for content to throw up there, though. Because a lot of it just felt rushed and there was no... I mean, geez, look at Book of Boba Fett. Most of... As one example, I mean, it, you it thought that was rushed, like, well, then Obi Wan Kenobi. I mean, Jesus, that also was like a rushed project. It felt like considering how. Well, there were, I mean, it's hundred percent objectively was rushed. Even even this guy with the stupid glasses said <laughs> that you know, I mean, he was he had he was on stage talking about how he like he thought it was he felt like it had. I won't say if, it, if he used the word rush, but uh, no, I think he did say it was rushed. He was giving a backhanded compliment to Deborah Chow. I was like, uh, I think he did. I'm almost positive he said it was definitely rushed. <sighs> Put on Sorry, it's a kid show. Midnight, three in the morning, depending on where you live. And then on social media, they would all talk to each other. They would create memes. They would. They would uh, yeah, not the most pleasant memes. So I think it was a way for people to come together, even though they were. They felt very alone. We came and together in our loathing of your show. 
meeting each other in the sunlight again and <laughs> and seeing that they all share common things and they i really feel like there's a, a community because covid there. doesn't spread in your house while you're watching disney plus star wars night and it was just um very moving to feel how much energy and excitement and appreciation there was so much like your father try and get that number try and get that chain code <laughs> Give me that chain what code. What do about him? Ride like a panther. Trust your instincts. Oh, how dare you. Like a panther. I tell you, we've been pretty Works lucky with who we've sock. had. I mean, <laughs> we have everybody you see, look at his face. He's, yeah, he saw Silk and he's like, oh my goodness. Sedaris is, is great. But she's just Star Wars fabric now. Like, she had no idea. Now she's in it, which I love. That's right. She's awesome. But, um. Out George. <laughs> George, oh, Lucas. George Lucas. I don't know. That would be the best cameo. <laughs> Well, you have to be the son of Baron Papanoida or something like that. I don't know. I wouldn't even speculate on that. It's hard for me to imagine what that day would George, be like. George, whatever you do, stay far well, been away, on the set man. Stay far away. So I yeah. love watching Dave and George together. Uh, George, I have tremendous respect for. I've been very fortunate to have. No, you, you don't have respect for him. You can, no. Yeah, if you had respect for him and for his characters and stuff like that, you wouldn't be doing the things you've been doing to them. You have a, He has about as much respect... And again, I get that this is going to come off subjectively, but he has about as much respect for George as Bob Iger did and everybody who was involved in that deal and then basically gave him the boot with the finger. Great. If you had respect, you would not... Ugh, you know, there, everybody you know has creative freedom. Like I get it. But like if you respected George and what he did and what he believed and what he created, you would not... I just I'm hard pressed to believe that you would you would like this would happen. You 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 break continuity. You don't believe in continuity. I don't even think you know how to spell continuity. But then you have the audacity to sit there and say, "Oh, I have the tremendous respect." Like, what part of George do you respect? His 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 hair, yeah. His goatee, like his his creative ge- like his genius, or like from a direct like what would you respect about him? His button up shirt, like. To, to sit there and say, I have respect for him and, and imply that you have respect for everything that he did and he created, and then you create this dog water, continuity-breaking, just utter dumpster yeah. fire garbage. Like, no. Like, again, George people say... How long did you work together? 12 years? Oh, yeah, close to that. Yeah, like at least at 10. and yeah. I mean, it was a master class every day was a master class and so i'm trying to apply that every yeah, day and it doesn't what i've learned i mean it is the jedi there's a difference between so, honestly that's probably working with somebody now is to and working with somebody like you and i could try work to explain you, ugh, i'm gonna break something into people what sort of explain to me about why this all works why it's different and unique from any other fantasy series or fiction out there it's george lent at a unique point of view and uh it's something that we have to take care of and, you know, work yeah, on. I'm going to break something. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to break something. So, yeah. There's a difference between working with somebody and working with somebody. You and I could work with each other for five years and I would know nothing about you. I could know that you worked in the same right. building as me, but I know nothing about you. Or you and I could work for, together for five years and we know each other. And we right. learn from each other. There's a difference. To say they're not, oh, oh, God, oh, 12, 10 years, like, I don't even remember, you know. 
I'm gonna break this highlighter and it's gonna go all over my computer screen and I need it for tomorrow when we go. <laughs> well and uh I I'm still trying to hunt down, but just to kinda we kinda roll black back back. Um I did find this one from OG Star Wars, how she says George Lucas was inspired by past events. Yeah, like, this one. Uh, like World War Two, Nazi our history to create Star Wars Imperial Rule and DLF followed suit. Yet cancel culture says it's not okay to compare and share historical accounts with DLF. Um, like it is, this was a tweet from 2021 from last year. That's uh, a little no, bit different than what's going on, but like yeah, that's kind of it's more of it's a bit of what she, what she talked about is that you know it's inspired by past events, not not taking events in current time and slapping it dab in which is what they're doing yes i just yeah i just don't know what else to what else to say like other than this is just another it's like you're you're literally using this platform you're using star wars to well, no, they don't have a. They don't have an agenda. They're just trying to make content. Like no, like they are pushing the agenda. There is an agenda. And they are pushing it. And to think anything contrary to that, like you're, you've got oh, blinders yeah, on. Absolutely. Like the Ch- Ch- Chadwick Chapin, whatever his name. What's his name? The uh, CEO. Oh. Chadwick Chapin Chepic is that his name? Chapic. Like Chapic. To sit there and say he doesn't have an agenda, like. There's an agenda, and they're and they're they're using and stepping. They're stepping on the back of George, and they're using Star Wars as a vehicle to deliver it. Um, yeah. No, well, what are you gonna and like? What what are you gonna do? You gonna stop watching Disney? I mean, you can't like they're not gonna go away unless unless people like you know the whole thing go no, woke, go woke, go broke, right? Like people stand up and, and stop doing it. Only there was some truth to that sometimes. Well, I mean... I'm still waiting yeah. for some legitimate uh, proof. Your options are this. Your options are to, you know, to, to watch these shows, like, to do what you and I do and, and what Tim does and, and Alora and all, all these other people script. You know, your options are this. Continue to watch on Disney Plus or pirate it illegally. Basically, like, yeah. You know, and if that day ever comes in court, and like, well... I'd rather pirate it than, you know, whatever, you know, whatever you'd say, but it's just sad to see. And, and I just, yeah, I wait for the day that someone would argue my point or against my point to say that that they don't have an agenda. They're not pushing certain stuff because again, like the proof is in the pudding here. We sat at the dinner table, like, you know, for the last, how many was the last year or two? Well, however many years now, this whole like the gen, the gender politics and identity politics. Oh, have this has been going, like, yeah, this has been a long you, time. It's become more and more. It's become uh, more in your the, face because they right. are very confident in what they've basically achieved, and that's so like, well, domination no, like, this is, over the media. Yeah, it's like, oh well, no, like this, is, like it's in Star Wars, and George created it, and and you love Star Wars, so like, it's almost like a. Uh, I don't drink anymore, <laughs> but it's uh, anymore? it's sad to it's sad to see. 
Unfortunately, it's in in the perspective of like you you feel like you have you have to take something that that we all well not everybody because there's are those people who like Star Trek. I still don't know why. Um, sorry, Tim. Um, <laughs> who who love Star Wars as a whole? And like to your point, that escapism, that fantasy, that that yeah. love of of Star Wars and and what it's done for for like you and I and you know a lot of people, and then to basically butcher it and use it as a a way to push your politics and what you believe. Like that's like if you want to push what you believe, yeah. If you want to push what you believe, do it at your parks. You own your parks, and I guess the I guess you do own Star Wars too, in a sense. But like, do it do it in your own way. Don't you don't don't step on the back of George and everybody else who loves Star Wars to to push what you believe. And I'm I, I'm on the right like for the record, like you can believe what you believe. I believe what I believe. You believe what you believe. That's fine. That's what's so great about you know this country. We have differencing opinions, and that's fine. But the problem I have with that is when you start using something. To push your agenda when it shouldn't even be used in the first place, if that makes sense. Like, there's a reason why it's always been an escapism. Like, right. you, you watch Star Wars and well, you don't have to. You know what I mean? I could be wrong. Am I wrong? No, and I mean, right. Can't think of how to phrase it at the moment. Like, not saying. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, and I say that in a, like a non-discriminatory way. Like, believe what you believe. That is fine. You, you, you have that right, just as I have my right to believe what I believe. But I if don't only, think. Yeah, if only we're allowed I, such. Well, it's, we're I, more I, marginalized. I, than more, yeah, right now, but... yeah, a, a little more of the availability and freedoms to actually, you know, be able to just talk about it when it's like. Can't. No, because when you bring you bring this up and like you and I, like like I said, you you know what if I you and I were just having a conversation in our break room, just the two of us, but people oh. hear what we're talking about. Oof. It's the end. I mean, yeah, we're we're now the the minority. And it's like what? <laughs> but we'll it's like we'll, how dare you? How we'll hear no, your you, conversations of something what we'd consider egregious or otherwise, but like we can't we couldn't say anything. You. If we're in the break room and we're talking about how great George is and what what and what George did was just amazing, like, ugh, and and to talk like yeah, it'd be like like how dare you like how dare you not bring up Floney? how dare you not bring up Favre? But even like just just stuff going on in today's world, that's like, you know, we we could have a conversation and and we're now instantly bigots and uh, racists and all this and that because we don't bend the knee to. Just because we don't like some. Yeah, <laughs> but, then, but, but I mean, again, like, like this is a funny thing. It's like the way I I've been thinking of it. It's like it's like you know what, and it's why I I I really just don't care, and I'm getting even even more to the point of not caring of of uh, some of these people's thoughts about it because it's like you know just for the very fact that I've been playing. So for like for example, I've been playing video games since I was a wee lad. Yeah, and you know that went in through the '90s. And basically, with what, if anybody that still remembers, a lot of the, of course, the uh, attacks on the violent video games like Mortal Kombat. Oh, Tom yeah, like, uh, like Doom and. Doom, um, and then, of course, you know. Wolfenstein. Uh, from and... Wolfenstein. And then, but also, but like it was at the end of nine, the 90s, 99, when we had Columbine happen. 
uh, every gamer was basically then a school shooter or a potential school shooter just because we played uh, particular violent video games. Yeah. So, you know, there's always been this stigma. At least there, there certainly was more heavily early on. And that's where I'm just kind of like, and then we got later on down the line when uh, the Gamergate stuff happened. And then now gamers were, you know, now the gamers were racist, sexist, misogynist, yada, yada, yada. And I'm just like, all right, fine. It's almost like. What's your point? Um, I'm just like, it's like at this point, it's like, who cares? All right. It's the, say, what it's you, the, say what you want to say. I don't care. For sure. It's like, you know, so and, I, I and even now with Star Wars, it's like you disagree or dislike something with their new Star Wars stuff immediately or early now and this is this is <laughs> this is the topic that i i had um pull it up really quick so disney was certainly uh, getting ahead of the curve here but it's funny with some of the phrasing though but still there i you know where they're getting at Star, Star Wars Acolyte star Amandala Stenberg uh, claims it's her fate, very dramatic there, her fate uh, to face cancellation attempts from so many different sides of politics. Different sides. I'm guessing not really. We know what you're, get, what you're getting at, though. Yeah. It's no um, different than them preparing uh, Moses Ingram for yeah, exactly. Yeah. Racist. Or, uh, yeah. Backlash. All they had to do was all they had to do was throw it out into the wild, and of course you're gonna get the the few few that'll either take the bait or, for as far as we know, it's all been manufactured. It wouldn't surprise me any that any yeah. of those messages received on whatever Instagram and stuff <laughs> like that. I think they were all fake. It wouldn't I think they were. All, me. I think they were manufactured. It wouldn't surprise me. I could be wrong. Because they like to stoke the flames in any way possible. It's basically so, like hate marketing at this point. But so, again, like, why come out with this article if you if the show hasn't, like, the show, hasn't like, this show hasn't, yet. hasn't even dropped? I don't even know if they're in production yet. Like, right. it's, it's still out of ways, if I remember right. Yeah. So, like, why, why put this out? It's her fate to face cancellation attempts. What is what is provoking? What is outrage bait? Yeah, but like, what what is provoking you to even think to think that there's going to be that attempt? You're going to be canceled or whatever. And it's like right now with the whole uh, She-Hulk being out. They're already calling anybody that dislikes it or reviewing it critically or whatever. As already being sexist, misogynist, and stuff like that. I've not watched it again, as you I know. I'm, not, I, a, I'm, I'm not, not a Marvel. No, I'm not too interested in the ape shit that they bring out. Other than the if, other than I'll check out probably the Spider-Man flicks. But otherwise, it's like no, I don't care. But it's yeah. like they they already quickly get they already get ahead of the curve with these freaking articles just to stoke these flames. Yeah. So I w- uh, wait. It's not even. I was trying to look for it for list of nonsense coming out, but I don't see it listed for. 
unless it's not until like 2024 or something. I just had one of those images for, for all the different Star Wars stuff. Anyway, on to this. So let's, uh, yeah, let's go through this. After serving as a target of various such campaigns over her career, recently cast Star Wars acolyte uh, lead uh, Mandela Stenberg has come to believe that the, <laughs> again, the no rehashing of this. Stenberg, who is perhaps best known for starring as Rue in her the first Hunger Games film. I didn't watch any of those. I started watching the first one and I just kind of got bored and stopped. That was Rue. She got killed. Oh, yeah. She got like shot in the heart with an arrow, I think. What a shame. Uh, Rue started a revolution, if you didn't know. Oh, gotcha. Uh, And as Elena Beck in the cinematic adaptation of Dear Evan Hansen. Uh, spoke to her thoughts on cancel culture during a recent interview given to uh, to friend and Euphoria actress Hunter Shafter huh. uh, for the Cuts August cover story. Uh, non-binary actress, oh God, uh, who uses how do you you th- uses they them or she her pronouns? What the freak? Who does this girl? Yeah, the, the actress. <sighs> the butchering of language is so aggravating to me. Uh, first address the topic of one of contemporary discourse's most prevalent ills while discussing how she embraced unlikability of her bodies, bodies, bodies character because her eventual comeuppance for being such a bad person provided audiences with some much-needed schadenfreude. Uh, Quote, This funny thing happened with the birth of cancel culture in which we started canceling characters. I actually feel that this this is detrimental to what film is supposed to be about, which is putting terrible people on screens and laughing at them sometimes when necessary. But the whole cancel culture is basically created by the people. They go canceling people. That also, you know, that are all on board with you and your goofy pronouns and crap like that. You're all on the same on the same fence of that. And the other side hasn't really gotten the idea of cancel culture or trying to cancel people. No, because they're very impotent in what they try and do. What's so, so funny about? I mean, that. I'm all for yeah. it. I'm all for it. Cause I'd, I'd cancel my enemies. Yes. Well, well the, do unto the, others the, the, they the, do to me. I'm, no, here's know. here's the difference. So they, they not blink an eye trying to do that sort of shit to me. Um, here's here's fair the difference fair. though. They the, the difference is they can cancel us and it and it's fine. But if we right. try to cancel them, then it's an attack on them. And hypocrites. And so I mean that that's what it comes down to. So the the people the cancel culture. Oh God, we could go into an hour debate with this, or not even a debate, but an explanation of this. But it's funny that the people that are canceling people are the ones that created the cancel culture. Yeah, and are crying about it. Well, there's a saying for that. They cry. Uh, Uh, Kid show. That is a very healthy way for us to expel our demons, she added. Uh, If we can take our demons and splash them across the silver screen and take a good look at them, maybe we can be more aware of them and maybe we can laugh while we do it and then the ego death comes a little easier what the hell 
But we aren't even what getting. Is... We're we're all getting sympathetic villains, though. We're not getting villains, villains. No, like Reva wasn't. I mean, Reva at the end. I mean, that's how I'm. T- I mean, uh, she says demons, but I mean, I take it as. <sighs> I don't even know. Uh, this mention of cancel culture by Stenberg eventually prompted uh, Shafter to. Shafter? Shafter? I don't know. Um, to ask whether or not the prospect of facing angry online mobs had affected how she conducted herself online, the actress dismissed. I mean, I've been canceled so many times. Do I care that I have been canceled? I consider myself one of the lucky ones because now I don't have to live with some perverse, distorted Catholic guilt. What? You've been who is she canceled I mean, by? Because she's a star. She was a star in um, in the Hunger Games. Was she? Does she think because she died that she was can because she died in the movie that she was canceled? And what did she say about the Catholic guilt? Was she Catholic? <laughs> this guilt that seems to drive. Oh, well, we haven't got that far yet. Uh, says I don't have to live with it. some perverse, distorted Catholic guilt. Uh, yeah, that was. So this guilt that seems to der- derive from the Catholic Church around if I am a good person or not, she continued. The world decided that I'm not going to heaven, so I'm fine with that. See you in hell. Really? Basically the atheistic edgelord here? Yeah. But I mean, I... Who, I maybe just because it's only been because of our show and us doing this... I've never, for one, I've I've never heard of her. Two, yeah. what, what has she? How was she canceled? By whom? Uh, why? I don't why know. is this Catholic stuff coming up? Was she Catholic? I mean, I was raised Catholic, and I mean, I'm not Catholic anymore. I'm a Christian, but like, I she has. I mean, she says, like I said, she, I don't have to live with it, some perverse, distorted Catholic guilt. So you, are you Catholic? Are you not Catholic? If you're not Catholic, are you just assuming that there's guilt with? Catholics, or do you know Catholics that deal with like that's a very that's almost as as ridiculous as Floaty saying that it was some religious experience watching Mandalorian season three trailer, and then she said that the world has decided that she's going to hell. Like again, the show's based off off Star Wars, but I mean, I would love to come in and chime in and. And talk about or kind of address some of the things that she's saying because it like if you're an atheist you have no reason to talk about heaven because you don't believe in it so like why why she's saying the world has decided that i'm going to heaven the world the world decided that i'm not going to not heaven going so to i'm heaven, fine yeah. with that see you in hell like it, and why are you talking like why are you bringing this up if you're atheist, you have no, like, there's no point. I don't know. I'm not, I, just, I just threw that out. To I just, no, I get what you're saying, but it, it doesn't make any, the whole cancel culture and then to, to make this comment about Catholics and then the heaven and hell thing. Like, it, it like, okay, let's go on with the thing and see what else she says, because I haven't read this yet. Uh, one of the most notable cancellation attempts faced by Stenberg resulted from her starring in uh, Where Hands Touch, as many audiences took offense to the film's depiction of an interracial romance between her character and a young Nancy uh, due to their belief that this subject matter would be romanticizing the Third Reich. Uh, uh, I think I heard about this. 
I didn't hear Not that. Not very word much, but such. I'm just kind of like, all right. Um, following this exclamation, the actress capitulated. Uh, I don't know. I've been canceled so many times, but from so many different angles, from so many different sides of politics, uh, that has really shown me that that's just my fate. Okay. What has she so again the dr- dramaticism of it, right? I mean, I guess that's fitting for an adult pretender. Uh, I like to speak openly about the person that I am, and that invites some canceling from the far right. She explained, "This is they the, have no power. This is the dumbest. Like I can't, I can't. There's no power there. Article. What are they talking about, though? The cancellation actually comes from people with power, and that's and generally the left wing media." I don't know where she's going. <laughs> now, now she's attacking the right. Well, she's then, saying then, the cancellers come she, from now, the right. Then, then there are then there are folks on the far left who think that I have done things that have not been inclusive, or that I have unfairly taken up space within media, or that I'm in cahoots with the entertainment industry when it comes to representation of blackness. These are all things that I cannot control and also that don't have much to do with me. The left is on your side. What are you talking about, lady? Only if she bends the These are the delusions the of these people. These are the delusions of these people. Because, I mean, from as, as far as it's ever been, they are in... And, I mean, I just took a look at some of the... Like, one of the things in, on uh, her wiki page. I mean, she is a... Uh, uh, an intersectional feminist. She's outspoken about her political views in interviews and on social media and was named Feminist of the Year in 2015. She's She's intersectional? What is it? I don't even know what intersectional feminist is. Is this basically the the new framework of some of the new principles of feminism and stuff? (sighs) I'm not about to go into all that crap. Yeah, that's... It is all about the whole, you know, privileges and discrimination and blah, 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 blah. Uh, you, The whole white, you want to white, look into white it, privilege you and how that's can. not a thing. All that sort of nonsense, yeah. would be like Star uh, Wars there and have multiple different shows. <laughs> it's basically what is Star Wars now is intersectional feminism. Uh, she further Force opined... female. Exactly. If we lived in a culture in which people read or listened, then I think I would care a lot more. But it doesn't really matter how many times I express my true perspective on col- colorism. What is colorism? What? Is that even a word? No. Or how colorism? many? Or how many ways I try to decenter the privilege that I have? Right. You ever seen that uh, GIF with GIF. Uh, the the math GIF, the confused math oh, like he's looking? <laughs> Basically, right. And the calculus is like, yeah, cal- like this layer than me right now. Uh, out, uh, so, it's under the privilege that I have, or it doesn't matter how I try to virtue signal that outwardly. Uh, outside the bounds of my community, it's not really my business. Uh, because if I'm moving responsibly and ethically and with radical care in my immediate community, that's all I'm really concerned about at this point. Ethically and radical. Do those things go together? Huh. 
But anyways, yeah, that's the star of the future of the future <sighs> Star Wars Acolyte I, show. I really want to know to, to how she's been canceled. I mean, she she's was in Hunger Games and she was in this the show, and I wanted really, I yeah, really want to know what she's been real canceled. Cancellation this is on, this is this is this. You saying that you've been canceled? How stupid it is! My boss comes to me and says, Jake, hey man, you've been so. You've been such, you know, so amazing. You do such an amazing job. There's, I just, just real quick, you know, the, this little gap that I wanted to talk about, you know, there's something that's happening at night, but you know what, but you just, I really appreciate your hard work and you're, you're a true, you know, embodiment of what a, a leader's supposed to be. Right. Right. I hear it says that to me and then I go home and I'm like, uh, he thinks I'm a POS and he told me I need to off myself <laughs> because I'm a terrible human being and everybody hates me. He literally said that. Right. I mean that's how stupid it is. Like to say that I've been canceled, but you've you've reaped the benefits had, of Hunger it, Games. It, what and, it, what it, and, yeah, what it basically comes down to is you've had some people screech at you for some nonsense. That's about, been about it. Welcome you haven't been to, kicked off. You haven't been kicked off of social media platforms. You haven't been, you know, you haven't lost your bank account or anything like that. You haven't faced real cancellation. That has happened. You want to know who has? Gina Carano. You haven't lost your job. Yeah, yeah, Gina Carano is a perfect example of cancel culture. They canceled her, lost her job, for and lost her job and everything. And now she's with Daily Wire. So yeah. until the until you lose your job or until you've actually been attacked, you know, for what you believe and, and canceled, like truly canceled, like Gina Carano, then then come and talk to me. But you you've reaped the benefits of Hunger Games, this other show you're in. Like it's in, now start and now Disney has you as a as a lead role for Acolyte. It doesn't appear. I think. You have a very distorted view of what cancel looks like and what what it actually means. Absolutely. Like you were, you still have a job, and you've got the backing of the left, yeah. but therefore you want to attack the right. Like you know. Yeah, and, and as soon as the show comes out, and if and I'm guessing it's gonna be some hot dog water, not some cold uh, chilled dog water, but hot dog water. Yeah. Uh, you you're gonna see oh racist fans attack lead star. Blah 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 blah. It's gonna happen. I mean, calling it. I mean, oh, it's, well, we've it's, seen it. It's it's being Captain Obvious, but I mean, it's it's gonna happen. Uh, the pro. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's just. It's, it's just. It's. <laughs> and so there's like, well, we're gonna send you to acting school prior to the acolyte, so you can be sure you know how to uh, respond to when these. Uh, unconfirmed attacks are going to come from the right because, uh, or wh- however you want to. Say. Oh God, it's just so. It's, it's like like it like we talked it's about. It's basically it's like, living this meme. It's, it's literally tiresome. it's literally this meme, like it's the embodiment. Just, it, all of it. It's, it's just all the BS. All of it's it. It's all so tiresome. <laughs> like it really is. But you know we got to be careful with what we say because we're we're the enemy, because we don't view we don't necessarily believe in what they believe. Yeah, yeah, and I just got myself into some hot water. If anybody that we work with listens to this after what I was just saying, well, I just <laughs> I don't I just every like like I said at last time I checked, there's still freedom of speech, freedom of opinion. Well, oh, there's um, there's no freedom from consequences. That's their little hook, though. So, yes, you can have your freedom of speech, but you're not free from consequences of your speech. And therefore, like, they are more like... than happy to cancel your ass and get you fired or 
do whatever it needs to be done no. to ruin you. I didn't hear you attack them or say anything degrading, so... Um, I mean, not to me either, but, you know, other people have a completely different... I mean, it's all from a certain point of view, right? Yeah. <laughs> the I mean, if you sat there, if you sat there and said, "I hate everybody who doesn't believe what I believe," and I wish they would just die, or I can't wait for them <laughs> to die, or I can't wait to let them die, or whatever. Like if you said that, then you know, oof, maybe. But you know, it's just stupid, man. It's just, if you don't fall in line with what people believe in this, you know, if you don't fall in line, if you're what's what? It is the ends of your. Yeah. If you well, don't bow the knee, they'll try to force you to bow the knee. Yep. But well, you're going to need it. And uh, speaking of certain points of view, uh, this I think is rather funny, especially when you can kind of catch the moment where he even catches maybe himself a little bit going, oh, crap. You saw this. Oh, my dear. Yeah, what an just... This is, I have an article for it, too, but I wanted to first play this clip because I feel it's so funny when you watch it. You can he was caught it. off guard. Yeah. We were expecting more of, like, a, how Obi-Wan kind of sticks around with Luke, um, but you really you kind of leave Luke to the side uh, and go off and, and help <laughs> lay on her this journey. Was that always part of the storyline uh, that they were uh, thinking about for this? Or when did you know that it would be focused on young Leia as opposed to young Luke? Yeah, no, it was going to be a story about me and Luke. Yeah, it was always going to be that. And that was one of the genius moments where everyone went, wait a minute. And then... <laughs> he got it. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> I yeah. walked into it. Changed it. There's <laughs> that little pause. That's, a, he's that's like, the beautiful oh, no, thing I... about... How Gotta keep going now. Disney, Lucasfilm, all of us are who are involved in it. From the beginning, is we try really hard not to let anything out the bag, you know. So just to I, to I saw somebody your say experience this. Of that, seeing it he's like, you know, I just almost screwed my NDA. <laughs> right, he's like, I almost violated well, the NDA. It's it's like, <clears throat> like I said, I saw. I forget who brought this up, but it's like. Did they hire them on with one script, and then as soon as they secured them, it was like, oh, here's here's like a revised script, or here's the actual idea of what we're going with now that we have you locked in. It's almost now, like now perform for us dancing monkeys. Get out there. I mean, <laughs> it may it, it, this is the way he kind of. It's 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 like it's like oh yeah. I'd, Christmas is my favorite holiday, and I can't wait for you to get the the gi gifts are my favorite thing to watch on my phone at night. And that's just the beauty of of whoever created gifts that we get to now love gifts together. It's right. We try to freaking uh, course correct. So, oh, that's the like you he I kind of wish he would have just said what he was. I, I wish he just would have just boobed well, up it, and. It, 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 kind of goes in line with a little bit of what we were first seeing with some of the trailers and that was you know we, we were mainly seeing kind of Obi-Wan and on the periphery keeping an eye on Luke and stuff like that and it almost is like okay so that's what this is going to be about right his, his time on Tatooine until then we started getting more of those clips that came about where you started seeing him on a weird city planet and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, something else is going on. They didn't quite start talking about Leia yet. 
And as time went on, as they were getting closer and closer, then they started dropping that, like, oh, Leia's going to be now involved in this. Well, you know... You you start to see, oh, okay, okay, I see see your guys' plan. Kennedy originally scrapped the... I mean, there was... Like, she scrapped this... What was it? Like, the original... Like, I remember that they had already started production. They had already had a story, and then she came in and... We we did it on the show. We talked about it on the show. Like she scrapped the original because it was uh, not. It was too too, um, too bleak. Too, too bleak, uh, to quote um, Kennedy. Uh, so yeah. I wonder if this like, yeah. Like, what what I wish. Don't oh don't I just wish we could have seen the original script to see if it was equally as dog water as what they decided to go with. Um, God, I wish he would. I wish he. Would just, I wish just we said could see that say. sort of stuff. It would be brilliant to be like, oh, so that's that was the yeah. That's plan, how they marketed huh? it. They they, they they marketed like there's four different ways that they marketed this. One, the rematch of the the duel of the century, right? Yeah. The rematch of the yeah. century, which never should have happened if you uh, know anything about canon. Anyways, I digress. And then it was supposed to be like you know Obi Wan watching over Luke. So you know because you read Kenobi book by Jackson Miller, um, books will you know. Predominantly about you know him w- trying to watch over all the while help. Yeah, and then they mar- and then it they, then it turned into this uh, weird love fest between not love fest but this weird relationship building between uh, him, you know Obi Wan and, and Leia and, and so but it just came out of nowhere. So it's like oh yeah, it was supposed to be about uh, Obi-Wan and Luke, Luke and, and, it, yeah. and then, but you know, that's the beauty of it that, you know, everybody who loves Star Wars and that's a terrible Scottish accent, but yeah, basically just, yeah, <laughs> mix. I wonder what he wanted to say though. Like, what do you think he was going to say? Yeah, like you kind of, like it was, in that one moment, you kind of tell you kind of, At that point again, it was like he walked. He's, he's like, oh, I'm gonna get fined for the NDA. Yeah, it's like about about here. He's like, oh, oh no, oh no, what have I said? Oh no, keep going, keep going. <laughs> he's caught him. He caught himself, and he's like, oh crap. Right I was like, that. I'm in, I'm in hot water. There's not going to be a Kenobi season two if I go through <laughs> with this. Hopefully, there won't be a season two. Oh God, I hope, I hope, I hope there won't be a season two. There'll I'm probably really, be a season two. Because it took, so much. The first season took so much out of me. That's yeah. why I had to. Re- Everything. I, you know. I had to play the the soul sucking again because like oh here here comes Obi Wan back into the picture of some news of oh it was gonna be the Obi Wan and Luke show oh god and I like I said that's that first season I hope never again never never again. But this is called like, what are they gonna do? Well, they they would have to do a stay. They would have to do a season based off uh, him and Luke, I would assume, because that's all right. it was Luke supposed to be is... about Luke and. But then we gotta figure out like, is there gonna be a Reva show? Yeah, cause she just. Because <laughs> they, as far you know, as we know, she left. She got away. 
didn't die with a lightsaber in the gut. Yeah, she didn't die in the lightsaber of the gut. That's kind of sexist, though, don't you think? Qui Gon died. He he got he got stabbed the same way. Well, that's okay. That's that's acceptable. But he this died, and okay. but yeah, she. That's okay. Yeah. But you can't you can't do it to the women. Well, what? And then you got the Utapalian that has like seventeen stomachs, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah, the stomachs, man. Totally the stomachs, man. It, the Qui Gon, like you got it was the like old. They should have just had the Inquisitor as the freaking main, the Darth Vader stand-in, basically. Kept him in charge and running things, and said they had to. Vader look like a punk. Yeah, the old wise um, Jedi has to die because he's an old wise. Jedi. Exactly. Too. I don't even know. I really. Uh, they, we need to make Speaking, like of <laughs> Speaking of shows that probably shouldn't be getting a second season. Who is it? Kenobi? Oh. Star Wars actress Ming Na Wen reveals uh. major update for Boba Fett season two. I can't. I can't. I mean, I for won't. me, at least Boba, the Boba Fett was less painful, but still ridiculously stupid. But good lord. So Lucasfilm has been having a bit of a Star Wars renaissance on the small screen with, with series like The Mandalorian, Boba Fett, oh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. This series needs to go away. Um, each series is pretty unique in their own ways. And has been doing pretty well with fans. What? Unlike Obi-Wan Kenobi, Book of Boba Fett wasn't touted as a limited series, so fans are hoping that we could see a second season with a galactic bounty hunter. If he was actually in it, that'd be great. Uh, recently, one of the series stars, Ming-Na Wen, revealed uh, if there has been any movement on the second season. During Fan Expo Boston... Via Star Wars Newsnet, the actress told fans that she doesn't actually know uh, know if there will be know if there will be a second season of the Book of Boba Fett. Uh, second season of the Book of Boba Fett. I hope. Ah, misleading freaking article lines. <laughs> but the Book of Boba Fett star revealed. I never count my chickens before they hatch because in this business you just never know. But knock on wood, they'll be announcing that soon. Uh, let's see. Wouldn't it make more sense to release the Book of Boba Fett 2 before they do Mando Season 3, since Mando Season 3 was already in the Book of Boba 2? Or since it was already, like, book the like, half a book of Boba Fett, like the first, obviously. Like, the last I mean, four episodes were Book of Mando, or Mando Season 3. The last three to four episodes, yeah. Yeah. With that, I mean... Wouldn't it make sense to do Book of Boba 2? Intersect each into? other, yeah. I mean, maybe. Maybe they'll do that. I... Yeah. God. I Just don't with know. That, <laughs> with how ridiculous that first season was for Book of Boba, but I just can't imagine there being that much of a clamor for it that I can think of. I mean... But I keep my... I, 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 
quote, stay in my lane, and I stay among people that I prefer listening to, so I don't see a lot of the, uh, uh, a lot of the other people that are clamoring, potentially, for and liking these uh, TV shows that Disney Plus is putting out. So I'm completely in the dark on a lot of this. How many gray hairs do you think we're going to get if and when we have to watch Kenobi 2 and Book Amando 2? They should really change it to the Book book at Fennec Shand is what they should change it to. Oh, yeah, that's what it should have been. What I'm more wondering is what what Andor is going to do to us. Have we committed to watching Andor? Has that been a thing? I thought we did. That starts at the end of next month. I'm gonna be on vacation. <laughs> yeah, we haven't even watched uh, Summer Vacation yet. Lego Summer Vacation. Oh, did that already come out? Yeah, it's out. Uh, Get excited. Get, hype, Get excited, bro. huh? Get hype, bro. Get hype, bro. It's Legos. Everybody loves Legos. Uh I had, like I said, I had these, no idea that it even come out. These articles are painful. I didn't think it was going to be this painful. Do you have any, any other article? I can't remember if there's any article, other ones that we want to go over. I think it was Well, those were certainly some of the three that I had thrown in there. Yeah, and then I just found... Oh, no... What'd you do? Oh no! You oh, I just out? saw this. Bracer Group announces one AAA game has transitioned to another developer. Some speculate this title is Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic remake. Oh, please don't let it be so. I was happy. I was, I, I was happy that. For as all intents and purposes were concerned, it had been canceled, just put on hiatus, or just you know, yeah, freaking not not happening. Oh, this is gonna make me sad. Uh, so one of Embracer Group's AAA games has transitioned to another developer. Uh, some as uh. I'm assuming it's the Star Wars Knights of the Republic remake. What the? Stop it! Uh, sources have previously claimed that despite a demo seemingly being warmly received by Lucasfilm and Sony, oh, they'd, they'd feel warmly about anything. Yeah. Uh, art, art director Jason Miner and design director Brad Prince were laid off the following week. Miner did post did post on LinkedIn, which this is some stuff that we covered uh, when the, when this news was announced. Um, and Tommy is allegedly fired. Studio heads at developer Aspire reportedly told employees the demo wasn't uh, quote where the, uh, where they wanted it to be, and the project would be quote paused indefinitely. And I was happy. I was so happy. Uh, in addition to some empl- employees reportedly believe that Saber Interactive, brought on to assist with the major, uh, with the project in May, would be taking over development entirely. Uh, Embracer Group 
who acquired Aspire in 2021 for up to $450 million, gave a small scrap of what may be happening in their interim report quarter one. The section, uh, the section of note came when discussing upcoming AAA titles. One of the group's AAA projects has uh, transitioned to another studio within the group. Embracer revealed this was done to ensure the quality bar is where we need, need it to be for the, for the title. Uh, we are not expecting any material delays for the title based on this transition. Uh, it should be noted that uh, noted the Embracer group stated in February via prior interim report that our pipeline now has more than 25 AAA development projects planned for release until March 2026, with the potential to drive significant growth, uh, significant organic growth. Sorry. After acquiring Square Enix subsidiaries, Crystal Dynamics, Idols Montreal, and Square Enix Montreal in May. Oh, God, no. That doesn't make me feel good. I thought they scrapped this. Pro- Last because, time we talked about oh, this, they scrapped it. Did they not? I thought that's what they were that doing. That was one of the paragraphs up there that, yeah, I was talking. That was what we talked about, I want to say, two weeks ago. Yeah. So, um, about it going definitely on hiatus or whatever. But this, I, I wasn't aware that Square Enix had lost their, these subsidiaries. And if they got Crystal Dynamics, that scares me. Because I know there have been some people online that have been like, oh, uh, either remake or remaster uh, the Legacy of Kane series. And I hope, God, now I'm putting this out into the universe knock on wood that it doesn't actually get touched but that is a series i do not want any of these ugh, colorful language <laughs> to get their hands on that series of all series especially if and i don't even think with amy hennig it would make a difference if she was on the team or not but i would just not want any of these current year fucktards Touch that game series, that franchise, because I that was a game game storyline that I loved to death, and all they would do is mess it up entirely. So th- I had no idea that Crystal Dynamics had even changed hands. I didn't like it being with Square Enix, but from the way it had been going, Square Enix wasn't really touching the series, so I was fine with that. So I take it this company is not not uh, notorious for screwing stuff up. Crystal Dynamics, yeah, uh, uh, they—I mean—they're an old company, so they go back to like probably even. I at least know them, especially from the PlayStation era. Like I said, the Legacy of Kane series. They had the original, the Blood Omen game, and then they did uh, Soul Reaver, Soul Reaver Two, which was on the PlayStation Two, uh, Legacy of Kane Defiance, which and on the PS Two. So, and uh, it was a. Definitely to me one of the one of the best uh, game series out there. It did unfortunately meet uh, an end because they didn't. Uh, Amy Hennig, the one that was kind of the lead producer and writer and stuff like that for the series, uh, they'd kind of come to an end with it. They felt, and also uh, the one voice actor, Tony J. Who did a voice? For one, a lot of voices in some of the other games, but he was known as he was the main voice for the Elder God, and he they didn't feel like they could continue it, 
continue that story without him, for one. So it's yeah. kind of like, well, this happened. So they were like, we don't feel like this is the time to actually continue this anyway. So we're going to leave it where it was at. And people could fill in their own headcanon or whatever for how it all wraps up. But so why know, is and I was so fine. I was fine yeah. with that. But when things start changing hands, and like I say, there have been some people that I've seen online clamoring about, oh, do a re- remaster or remake of, of Legacy of Kane. And I was like, no, please, God, no. I don't, again, because it, it it, they won't, they aren't content with, with just remastering or whatever. They would, ha- would remake it, and they would have to go in and interject their current year politics and all the bullshit that they love force feeding you into the game where it had no play it had nothing none of that none of well, that shit well that, so i guess that's so my, this my next scares question. me that it, this scares me that it changes hands to new companies that i have no that has to me no track record that i'm aware of other than square enix like I said, I was already shifty enough about that. But yeah. when it starts changing hands into other companies and they seem to have plans for things, uh, it makes me a little nervous. So with this, is this does this fall in line with what we were talking about a couple of shows ago with them like totally redoing the story? Like Right. With you uh, know, Night, uh with the Nice the Old Republic, uh Candors is now a pacifist. <laughs> uh, Revan well, never. The thing is, is that you can't even like re-record lines of the original voice actor. The original voice actor passed away. Yeah. So that's where I'm also, especially like, do not touch Coder either. Oh, the, well, they're gonna get Sam Sam McWitter. Uh, who who did the who's Maul? Who did the voice of Maul and Kenobi? Oh, Sam Witwer. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna get him to do the. Uh, he's gonna be the new voice actor. No, this is what this is. Yeah, my my fear is if they do, they they need to they need to not do. You know, modding a game is one thing; doing a remastered version is another. But to like just redo the game entirely, like like your like what we talked about, like uh, yeah, a re a remaster is one thing. That's just like updating textures and stuff like that. Dasla is going to be the new Revan because the force is female. Revan is going to be. You start getting into scary territories. Yeah, yeah. Remake means remake it. Yeah. Not just gamers and everything. Is going to be a pacifist. Jolie's not going to be sarcastic. H. Tay is going to be like the new, like basically C3PO. Um, you can't utter the word meatbag because that's offensive. Um, oh, like, like I, they better I don't. See, I can see HK like turning into the next Deadpool. Uh, don't. I'm not a Marvel fan. Don't. Uh, <laughs> It's basically that style of humor. Yeah. Ugh, that's so bad. Everybody go out and buy KOTOR, download it before they read, before the side. Do you think this is going to happen? You honestly think it's going to happen? I don't know. I Like it is, this is even kind of just speculative at this point. Because they don't know for sure. So, yeah. Know, so, Bestman Bulletin highlights how now uh, no delay... For um, the late 2022 release date was mentioned, but they and others have heard within the past year of tw- a 2024 release being a target. Other developers from 
from the original source reportedly felt 2025 was a more realistic release date. Back in January of this year, it was rumored that Star Wars Knights of the Republic remake would alter the original game's combat, which... <sighs> that isn't necessarily a bad thing. Because to some people, yes, the turn-based combat is a little dated and could use some tweaking. But again, this is where they would get this is where they get into some really shifty territory because there are some people that probably like the gameplay. They liked it a lot. Wouldn't surprise yeah. me. Um so again, you're still gonna be in shifty territory with this. Uh, along with being a complete remake from the ground up. So that even means story, locations, characters, like we were just talking about. Like you just said, Candor suddenly being a pacifist and, you know, Candor, yeah. uh, Karth being very trusting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as Aspire job listing sought for a combat designer role. Well, that makes sense. Uh, this suggested the remake would have a more action-oriented combat style rather than, rather than the real-time turn-based system where players could pause to issue commands if they wished. If they had done... They'd gone the extra... If, if, if they were smart, they'd go the extra mile. And yes, maybe have the new combat style, but also include the original combat style for players that wanted that, that setup. That would be actually smart, but I don't trust them. I think that oh, any, they, I. they're gonna they're gonna even if they were to say yeah we're gonna remaster it, I think it's gonna be a potential redo. Oh yeah, and they're gonna and they're like listen, if you do any if you if you portray Candor's in any other way than a sarcastic, cynical, non-pacifist <laughs> jerk. I didn't even really seem maybe necessarily cynical. Just a realist. He was just kind of very blunt and uh, okay. Well, touche. Well played. The, uh, the, the other side of the really fence. Cynicism is just more. Karth could be kind of cynical and a little more, like yeah. I said, distrusting. Is that's kind of his meme. Is like he's very distrusting of everyone and everything. Touche. Um, well played. So, uh, candor, like it was. Candor's always boasted and talked very positively about the Mandalorians and the war they were waging against the Republic and challenging the Republic and their Jedi, stuff like that. That was something he was like, hell yeah. So. If we get, I guess if we get Candorous in any other light, I'm going to lose it. Well, like it is, it's, it's, it, again, you run into the problem of the fact that the actor is no longer alive to portray yeah. the character. Yeah. So he couldn't voice it. We wouldn't have the same voice anymore. It just would give them, they, they would give them reason to do it, though. It's like, oh, well, you know, we got if we're going to redo it, then we need to recast the whole actor and re redo the character. Re, uh, relaunch the character. Maybe not. I don't know. That doesn't really matter. I hope that not. Would... I, God, I hope not. Well, no, but they, I guess they could because, like, listen, Candace in this day and age, like, is ap you can't do it. It's not, not allowed. Oh, no. You, you can't, can't be. You can't be glorifying war and stuff like that. 
Yeah, I can't. Enjoying the enjoying going from you zero gotta, to you, to, uh, to breaking atmosphere on a basilisk war droid and glassing planets, stuff like that. You got to kiss Ewoks and help uh, droids across the street. Exactly. Exactly. I hope they don't. I really hope they don't. I think not. hopefully someone like hacks into your system and shuts down their stuff. In, in uh, Minecraft, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just... They just need to leave stuff alone. There's nothing wrong with KOTOR. If you, like I said, come in, like you said, the, the, the gameplay, you know, tweak all that kind of stuff. Do not touch the story. Do not touch the characters. You can't touch the characters because, like I said, the guy that voiced Candorus is no longer alive. Don't touch it. No touchy. Swiper, no swiping. Need to happen. They're gonna do it. Watch how much fun of that oh, visual yeah, contact sure. are. They're gonna, or they'll do a. They're gonna do a Kotor three, and it's gonna be all about um, loving every. All sentient beings are loving each other, and it's one big happy galactic family that Floney and Favreau were talking about, and flexible, and you know all this. Nonsense. Buffoonery. It's my new favorite word. To let you know. Buffoonery. Oh, God. Should we get into Bad Batch? I guess it's about that time. Uh, this is, I watched this uh I watched this last Sunday. I was like, I'm not Did gonna you? wait. Yes, I'm not gonna wait. Not gonna do I, it. I uh, I was so I like I spent my day off. I was just like videos, making all the thumbnails and stuff like that. So I, I completely put off watching Bad Batch until this morning again. I gotta stop doing that. Like on Monday or something, I was gonna force myself in the morning. I'm just gonna watch it, get it out of the way, so it's ready to go. I don't want to waste my Friday night on this. I don't blame you. Ridiculous episode. Oh, this is even the worst. You did it right. It's not even the worst episode, but it's oh, it wasn't. Pretty. It wasn't a bad episode. It was definitely another setup episode. Like it was setting up what's going to be going forward for some of the plot lines. Like I got that. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, it was just it was. Uh, it was definitely just. <sighs> there was some goofiness to it, but it wasn't like horrendously. It wasn't like. Uh, Certainly, a lot of the goofy shit that was going on with like the first first episode and second episode. Second episode was just boring as hell. Uh, yeah. Even to say the Grace, least, it was the first one. To say the least. Yeah. I think they could have trimmed that one down. Uh, so yeah, episode four, cornered. Uh, pull up my notes. Okay. Oh, uh, you want to start us off? Yeah, I'll get it. So, uh, we're kicked off, of course, with them back on their ship as always. Well. Probably the the show's Seems like opener, this, uh, style. every single show we watch, yeah, it's in they, space I mean, on a it, ship, right? Uh, so they're uh, I was like, so they're looking looking to hide out on a planet, Ida Floor. It sounds like they took Idaho and Floor and combined the combined the words. But then Omega, 
Uh, she keeps saying, uh, at least, I don't know if it, she, at least in the last few episodes, she introduced herself as Omega. Really yeah. extended out the E's in Omega. Omega. Uh, we should get a hold of Raging Rhino and ask him if that's a thing. <laughs> uh, whinges about wanting to explore and how she was cramped on Camino or kept on Camino. Um, for, and I said, for someone that was being introduced as rather smart, she seems unable to see the obvious of the Empire potentially hunting uh, hunting for the crew. Especially seeing as they left blasting at each other back on, back on Camino. Uh, now the problems come pouring in to make this adventure this adventure worth it. So they so they need supplies and their ship is marked as a marked ship. But don't worry, tech can handle it. Jesus Christ, can there be any sense of danger? I get he's good with slicing, hacking, etc. But can there be something involving this stuff that uh, holds tech up at all? Like seriously, the guy is just able to slice and you know decrypt everything, and he it, now maybe it's just the character just handles it in such a nonchalant manner. But there's like no urgency or anything that he's like, oh wait, this might be a little bit more of a troublesome matter than I think it could be. Oh, he's, a, he's a genius. He doesn't need. It's that. all very matter. I mean, I get they have heightened abilities and stuff like that, but you know, there's got to be something, right? Anything? I mean, if I'm going to complain about other other characters seeming a little too perfect, I'm going to be fair about this. Yeah. So, tech, what the hell? <laughs> Let me ask Foloni what his thoughts were. No, I don't. I I these are only the first four episodes I've ever watched this series, so. I'll wait and see what comes later. But for right now, I'm kind of like, what the hell? Uh, so so, uh, so they switch from Idaflor to Pantora. Hmm. Pantera? Ha! Boring. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, the, uh, I couldn't help but just make these name comparisons. Um, for a ship that's uh, on a wanted list, they, they got clearance pretty quick for a, la- for a landing down. I said, don't know why, but it feels alien to me to hear a Celestin speaking basic. Also, what's with the bald look? I didn't think this race had hair either. So, I did some looking up really quick while I was watching this freaking episode. And, and I'm doing the Legends side because I don't care about Disney Wars. They should be following the true canon. But, so, ah, piss off. Solicens were pink-skinned and generally hairless, although facial hair was known to occur in some cases in males, as it did with uh, pilot Dillernip uh, and his white goatee. Cranial hair was rare for males, but females of the species often grew it. It was considered a symbol of individuality and was worn in a manner helping to express this. So for oh, men, so like, they were yeah. otherwise hairless on the top of their dome. So like, uh, like other than maybe in other way, uh, like it is otherwise they they maybe had a facial hair, maybe, but even that so was like, rare. Tolkien's dwarves, like in the females had beards. <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay. Makes sense. So what the hell? Um, but then naturally the Solacin is not without being greedy too. And is of course going to report them in. Oh, and look who it is. New the the new Boba Fett Fennec. Uh, 
who is it seems to be hunting for Omega. Uh, Wrecker is always thinking with his stomach. Omega here's a uh, sightseeing. And now we uh, now we see how this is going to go when Hunter just wants to make a quick trip. Well, what do you know? The Empire happened to make it to make it out to this neck of the woods and chain codes being an issue again. But it really wasn't because it was just more of the announcement of more of these whole chain codes licenses or whatever, however you want to look at it. That's basically what it is, like a driver's license, like, I, like we said it on the left before. But... It's kind of funny how quickly they are brand, or have spread out to all these outer planets and stuff like that. I'm kind of like... Like a forest fire. Like, if they didn't have much of a presence and from the looks of it, they didn't to begin with. Ow. And I know it's the Galactic Empire and everything, but come on. This is just like, what? Maybe a month after um, the Empire being formed? Sheev was uh, in a hurry. I guess so. Uh, so even Hunter himself says uh, says it. Things are changing a little too quickly. And then Tech and Wrecker begin begin tearing up the ship to change the codes. You want to shoot off some of yours? Uh, yeah, let me, uh, get um, here. Okay. Uh. Yeah, I started off as like Pantora. Uh, now you got me saying Pantera. Pantora. <laughs> uh, dot, dot, dot. Was that the Taj Mahal in the distance? Uh, wrecker about to wreck this guy and wreck. I mean, payoff. As I said, I said, oh, I said, okay. I said, Wrecker about to wreck this guy and uh, by wreck, I mean payoff. Uh, this guy just swindled you. Oh, look, Finnick. Uh, selling ammo for money to eat, only to need more ammo that you need to buy, question mark. Uh, more Jenko nonsense. Um, Hunter trying to stri strike a deal for credits. Um, I would not have paid 3000 for an Echo. Uh, oh, this Omega... What? What? Oh, you just went a little bit ahead of me. That's fine. Go ahead. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, my notes are very, very short because I, I could not deal with this episode, so <laughs> I can stop there and you can go ahead. Sure. Um, I said, uh, even on a galaxy far, far away, they got the code, you break it, you buy it. You couldn't change it up at least a little bit, come on. Yeah. Um, Echo has a sense of pride in a droid and thinks he's worth a bundle, as he's mistaken for. Omega gets distracted by a, a dog-sounding alien. Now begins the drama because nothing can ever be simple as she chases after the cart when the dogs grab the little toy she was holding. But she basically stole that toy. She's a thief. She never paid for that toy. No, she didn't. I don't think he was part of I don't think that toy was part of the deal for Echo. <laughs> um Now Hunter has to start searching for Omega. Fennec uh, swoops in easily to take Omega away. Echo gets the droids in line with some good old-fashioned force. Uh, Omega now notices the gun after they do some thieving. Fennec decided to steal some, uh, some, what was it, some fruits or something from that poor vendor. What a what a prime example for a, for a little girl. Good job, yeah. Fennec. Good job. 
We'll play um, Filoni. Hunter finally arrives, but now begins the shootout between the two. Uh, quickly turning to close quarters combat, it's funny for how Hunter's been shown dismantling people. Fennec, while surprising, uh, surprising, they showed him overpowering her, but of course gets the one up on uh, hit, hitting him down. Chase ensues. So with everything going down, we got all the conveniences in the world to help resolve things as Echo has the droid power to get the ship all fixed up, while Wrecker goes to help uh, with finding Omega to get uh, get her away from Fennec. I was just kind of laughing when all, all these little pieces just happen to conveniently fall into place. Um, and as, uh, as Omega strugg struggles to get away, finds her way into the sewer... She just so happens to run into Wrecker. How convenient. And then freaking <sighs> wow. Freaking wow. Just like that. Wrecker is taken, uh, taken out in one failed swoop by Fennec. I know he's a big dumb brute, but come on. Really? Like, it was just full on to swoop. Well, Get I your mean, head into makes... the steam pipe and you're down for the count. I mean, it now makes I mean, sense right after watching Book of Boba and just seeing how, how Fennec is a master assassin and takes out all the other... <laughs> They're turning. They, they've turned Wrecker into a complete jobber. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. And then Omega finds herself just hanging out on a tower, and so happens to get saved by Fennec, who says she can thank her later. Kind of funny. She says that as she's taking her in, in as a bounty, basically. What is she gonna thank you for? <laughs> Uh, Taking her in. So yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I just said uh, more chain code nonsense. Hunter trying to strike a deal for credits. Said I wouldn't pay 3000 for Echo. I just said this Omega, Omega is really dumber than a box of rocks. And Hunter's really <laughs> not dad material. And then I can't remember why. So just very like naive. My, yeah, and I, I said my bad. I think somebody sounded like a like a goat. Oh yeah, the alien that this happened yes. kind of looked like a goat. So they were like, yeah. let's make him sound like a goat. That'll be yeah. funny. I was like, my bad. Um, bad. I'm trying to say, gasp. It even looks like her. I'm trying to remember what part of that. Uh, why I wrote that, but um, and I said a hunter on the hunt for Omega. Um, uh, I said, yes, yes, that's a blaster. The thing you could... Oh, yeah. I said, uh, yes, yes, that's a blaster. The thing you couldn't figure out how to fire um, <laughs> at the... Uh, what do they call it? Or... Uh, uh, oh, no, the she dragon. Shot, she shot at... Um, oh, that's right. She the, couldn't shoot the dragon. Ordell. Man Ordell. Or the, the, whatever what it was. was it? Yeah. The freaking moon dragon. They, yeah, they, it was the moon dragon. Yeah. I said, you couldn't figure out how to shoot it. Um... I said, Omega's just Omega out here just making friends with assassins. Um, <laughs> I said, don't bring a knife to a blaster fight. Uh, Fennec, Fennec taking out guys like Cara Dune, the dude getter. Uh, I said, Wrecker's grumpy. <laughs> yeah. uh, echoing his compatriots to the rescue. Um, and I'll end it there because I think we're... Yeah. Um, so then, uh, Omega trying to trying her own tomfoolery and knocks Fennec off the ship while they're both out uh, on. But 
finds herself slipping to doom as well. Uh, Fennec just snipes a couple of alien cops, killing two for one. Wow, I mean, I know they like to indiscriminately kill uh, stormtroopers and stuff like that, but now they're indiscriminately killing aliens, huh? Aliens' lives matter, man. <laughs> Fennec gets a cool action shot despite getting it amazingly one-upped by Hunter as he makes the escape with Omega. Uh, droids did good, ship repaired, and Hunter... Uh, and Hunter arrives with Omega as and as they need to get the heck out of there, Wrecker shows up in the nick of so they can fly out of the, out of this planet. Uh, as they're all on the ship, they come to the obvious conclusion about Fennec and what she is, and all pondering who hired her to get to Omega. Uh, Fennec goes back to the depot manager and gives him payment and says to contact her again if they ever come back. Dang, hoping she was going to waste that fat little Celestin. Um, Fennec made communication with someone about Omega getting away, but that she'll find the girl. So that's the setup, uh, of no, of the, ah, setup of another potential... And constant threat for the gal uh, for the galaxy made smaller with more furry loney characters. That's the end of my notes. Alright, yeah, I'm almost done. Yeah, this I week said, for, uh, this this week for me too. My notes were shorter. Yeah, uh, I said uh, Echo and his compatriots to the rescue. Uh, do what must be done, Echo. Do not hesitate. Show no mercy. Uh, wait, Echo isn't a droid? Question mark. Record tries to take on Finnick, uh, gets wrecked in the process, and there goes his inhibitor chip. Yeah. Or what we assume is his inhibitor chip being affected. Uh, 3PO's uh, cousin given orders. Uh, Hunter steals a swoop bike, attempts to save Omega in the process. Uh, Finnick not having it, takes out Hunter and the police. Um, Omega is slipping, Hunter re-engages, gives Finnick a surprise, boom, there it is. Uh, thank goodness the droid is in back in, uh, is back in charge. Uh, off you go. Uh, gasp! A bounty hunter, you say. Omega? The target? <laughs> no. Um, Finnick wasn't very, Finnick, that wasn't very master assassin of you, and I just, the end. Because <laughs> I was just ready to just be done with it, so. Um. Just, I just, I don't know, man. I just feel like it's just like a filler episode. That's what you classify it as. I don't, I don't. Yeah, like I maybe said, it, it sets it, up for. It was, it was possibly a filler, but at the same time, like I said, it kind of felt like it was, set, it was setting up now another existential threat, other than, um, other than the Empire. So now it's called well, yeah. oh, Omega is being hunted by a bounty hunter. We don't know who's hired her, for what reasons. Other than we could probably assume or guess it's having to do with the Kaminoans trying to get get her back, right. possibly. Otherwise, we just don't know. But it, like I said, it was just more kind of setup. Well, you, I mean, you have to be, you have to bring Phoenix Shand in at some point in time. I mean, that's the whole reason why they, you know, brought her into the Book of Boba. So, th you think this episode was bad with her? Just wait until the one with uh, your, what do you call him? Sausage fingers, Cad Bane sausage fingers. Oh God! Yeah, that's. Let um, me get. 
So let me guess. He's the one that's hired her. Uh, I don't know. Um, but they're <laughs> you de- don't definitely. Well, I, yeah, they're they're both definitely in the same episode, and it and when, when we watch it, I think it's next week or the week after. Um, when we watch this episode, it's really going to just. I don't know if you remember my reaction when we were doing Book of Boba and that scene between Finnick and Cad, and I think I, I made a comment, and that comment that I made will 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 come full circle when you watch this episode, and you will understand why I made the, oh, God, the comment that I, don't I made. Remember what the comment was? Yeah, it was not a great comment, and it was not a great reaction. <laughs> but um, hence why. So. I just... It wasn't... So, I mean, to me at least, it felt like it was better paced than the last one. It was a little more yeah. focused on just what was going on. So, I mean, it it, it didn't feel as... Like, because some of the, these other last couple episodes, this kind of felt like they dragged. Especially, like I yeah. said, the first, the first two episodes felt like they dragged. Three was okay just because it had the whole crosshair... A uh, little side story going on where I thought, you know, and I think we both agreed they could have cut out the Bad Batch side and just focused on Crosshair and them manipulating him with the chip and stuff like that. That could have been more of the focus of that episode. So it felt a little bogged down on the the whole their whole filler side of the story. No. Um, this one again, like I said, again and again and again, like it, it is. This felt like it was setting something up a little bit in terms of like, yeah, you could kind of say it's a filler episode because it's also like, oh, they have to get resupplies. That's not really uh, and they have, but at the same time, they were having to change the codes for their ship. So at least it kept the idea that, oh, you know, yeah, the Empire is keeping track of their equipment. Yeah. And so they are, they are on the, on the maps for that. Um, uh, I mean, yeah. That, I mean, uh, I don't, I don't know what else I could really say about it. It was just kind of the action wasn't bad. And I, I mean, I'll say I'm. I hate to say this, but I, I mean, I was watching it. And I was kind of paying attention to the animation and stuff like that. And I gotta say, it's pretty slick. It yeah. was looking well. Like it, it really is. Like they take care. It's kind of like DC. Like like DC Comics with their animation side. They take good care of their animation department. You're right. their, that yeah. side of things for, for, for content. And it's kind of it was kind of feeling like that for for at least for Bad Batch here where like some of the camera the way they had the certain angle. I'd hate to say camera angles because they aren't using cameras as it's full but, but I, show. Yeah, but I understand but, what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, but it, it it felt like the cinematography was good and had a smooth pacing and stuff like well, that. Well, just imagine if they had a non-dogwater story with... If they took as much care in the cinematography, if you will, if, if that's even the word, um, as if they took as much care in that as they would have the story, you could have probably had a decent story, a decent like, show. I, I wouldn't go with this style, but if they certainly like animated the Thrawn trilogy... That could be good, especially yeah. when you have like the Nogri and stuff like that, and the Silamiri. Um, so it, they won't look so weird if you're trying to CG care uh, animals and stuff like that. Because I mean, especially with the way their live action CG is, it's not looking. It has not been looking good. No, uh, not at all. It looked better when George was in charge. 
Yeah, the only thing that's looked good is their stupid puppet for baby yogurt. So, uh, isn't that so funny though that like back in, I mean, even the CGI and Attack of the Clones twenty plus years ago, twenty years ago, was better than the stuff. Like you look at the you look at the CGI in Kenobi versus the CGI oh, in the Sith. You say, well, well, it's a little you, bit. You see like, the differences, yeah. Again, like. I've said it multiple times. Like it isn't really. I don't think it's about the money. I think it's about the passion. But, like how are you? How how can you have something that happened twenty years ago be better than what we see today? And the, the differences in technology. And everybody says, well, you know, George had unlimited resources and he spent a lot of money in CGI. Okay. Well, and you have <laughs> it good. It you paid off. <laughs> probably have more money than George did, and you just choose not to use. Like so. Yeah, I guess I'm saying if they had focus more on you know the story and not breaking continuity and and all that we could have got a something worth watching worthwhile yeah yeah so so you know like i say it seems like they certainly take a little more care with their animation department than they do with uh at least for certain i mean like i said for this episode in particular things were looking smooth um and well choreographed at times the little bit of the first encounter could have done with a little more, and again, Wrecker getting wrecked could have been a bit of yeah. a better fight. Because I mean, like I said, they just made him look like a jobber and got knocked out so quickly. It's like, well, now you're just making. I mean, I know you're trying to build up Fennec, but at the same time, don't don't do it at the cost of your own characters that were supposed to be impressive uh, special forces types. And he's well, basically mean, supposed to be built. He's supposed to be built for combat, right? So, well, it's kind of the same thing that we got with Cara Dune being able to take out all those all those guys in Mando. Oh God, that's right. Now, granted, they weren't elite commando. I mean, and these guys, man, it's just that's part of my issue, man. Is like these guys are, I mean, supposed to be. I don't know if they're supposed to be a rip off Delta Squad, but like you look at like. Public commanders. We Delta went squad. over that. Yeah, they're, yes, they're we did. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we did. Do, oh, yes, we did. Yeah, we talked. Yeah, so for the like, first episode, I was bringing. I had brought in yeah. some of the stuff that they are basically a copy of. Like, I'm sorry, but pound sign, not my Republic commander, <laughs> not my, De- not my Delta squad. But I think, yeah, that would have been such an amazing show. That that would have been a show I would have watched if you had done a show. Based off uh, Delta Squad, the real Delta Squad. Well, yeah, then. either Delta Squad or the actual original Bad Batch, which now I'm forgetting what the heck they were actually called. Yeah, I don't think they were um, called Bad Batch, but you brought no. it. To the, yeah, you brought it to the article, but yeah, yeah, like. But again, we have to have these funny, ridiculous characters. Uh, what's episode? Uh, what's the next episode? I can't remember. I think if I think the Trandosian lady is going to be introduced into the next episode, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let's see here. I'm bringing it up right now. Hang on. Yeah, is it the one with their the, baby rancor? The Bad Batch strike a deal to take uh. on a mission. So now they're going to do a mission next. Yeah, it's with the baby rain. Is the baby raincore in the uh, in the picture? Uh, yes. Uh, here. 
Yeah, this little guy. Oh, yes. This is such a fun episode. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm... I'm now not looking forward to this. The only thing that's missing from that picture is Boba Fett riding him. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. This one's Buckwheat. Makes an appearance. Uh, I can't remember if it's this one or the. It might be the next one where Cad Bane and Finnick. Well, she doesn't have a speaking appearance. So. Bib Fortuna. Hey, so this is a d- dumb question. Uh, did the the voice actor is the voice actor the same actor in Book of Boba? Uh, it sound the Niwong Yong whatever Niwong. What's her name? What? Who does who's the actor in Book of Boba that plays Finnick? Oh, uh, Ming Na Wen. Yeah, it's the yeah, same, that one. It's the same person. Yeah. He okay. Does, she does the voice a- and does the live action. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's uh, I don't think it's this episode, but it's the next episode. But this is like this. This episode is the is the start of the fall, in my opinion. If there, <laughs> if you could even say that there's such a thing, because I believe episode one was the start of the fall. I think Filoni waking up, deciding he wanted to do this episode was the beginning of the fall. Actually, just Filoni ten years ago working with George in the same building and not knowing who he was personally was, I think, the start of the fall. But um. This, yeah, this episode's really just the start of, like, just, it's hard to watch. So Well, yeah, just from seeing that, seeing those few screenshots, I'm really not looking forward to it. Yeah, it's great. So pumped. I'll probably watch it. You should probably watch it tonight before you go to bed so you can get out of the way. You know, that might not be a bad idea once I get things downloaded and everything. Yeah, (laughs) or we could just watch it tomorrow while we live stream uh, SOTOR and get out of the way. I'd rather play Sutor though than have to watch I know. this this schlock. I look like oh, it's twenty nine. You know what the benefit is that they're only twenty nine minutes long, but it's like on the flip side, it's like they're twenty nine minutes long. I mean, like I said with this recent episode, at least they're technically moved... twenty. They're like twenty three. They're like twenty to twenty three. Yeah, this is it's not accounting for commercials yeah. and credits and all that. So it's really, I mean, it could be worse. But this episode feels like just like watching an hour of Book of Boba or like the first two episodes of Kenobi. Actually, there's nothing that bad. That's really bad. First two episodes of Kenobi were just the most painful, and I don't think we'll ever hopefully have to deal with anything like that again. But uh, yeah. Oh, that's why this is Daviasa's favorite episode. Oh, uh, yeah. He was, he was saying he wanted to. He, he, probably want to be here for episode seven and that's when rex finnick oh right yeah yeah rex they all look like rex i mean yeah (laughs) rex is rex might be in the episode and we just don't know because we don't know how to tell rex apart He, he he's the one with the bleach blonde hair the same guy that was in the canoe surfer dude He's a, so he's the same one that was in Kenobi then. No, because that one didn't have bleach blonde hair. I thought he did. That was just a that was just a hobo five oh first. Could have been Rex. Yeah. So excited for next week. Oh yeah, yeah. And Lord knows what kind of news will be coming next week for Star Wars. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, can't, can't wait. 
Well, do you, do you have any announcements? Um, no, other than, of course, uh, pimping out that tomorrow, 5.30 p.m. Mountain so. Time, we'll be, we'll be playing some more Star Wars The Old Republic. Are we going to HUD? I, I, uh, I don't know. Is Davi also going to be on? If Davi ever decides to join us, if he uh, ever decides to his uh, high horse yeah. <laughs> and finds the, the lesser of us are allowed to... Uh, be in his presence for for some gaming that'd be great but otherwise we'll we'll probably be starting balmora or maybe oh yeah um, is there anything we can do before what's the i really enjoy drum and cost i really enjoy drum and cost is great um i don't know if there are if there's any um flashpoints that we can do before I thought there was something on, uh, on Twitter about getting like a rare, like an alien pet or something from a flashpoint. Is there a flashpoint going uh, on? Flashpoints are a constant thing. They're like already built into the game. They're either like part of the storylines and stuff like that. Yeah. So I, 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 I just don't recall if there is one. I just need a flashpoint to where I can get my damn Ewok. <laughs> something. Uh, I know you can, but this is like way, 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 way down the line. There's a oh. planet that if you do enough of like the dailies and stuff like that over time, you can get access to a Tauntaun. Is that the one that you had? After, that's after kind of a bit of a grind. And I do have that one, yeah. Well, we'll get into some. When do we go to Corbon? We were, we were on Corbon initially. Oh. Or at least you and. Uh, you and Mr. I felt like we were, I thought we that was I don't think we spent a lot of time there though. No, it was it was kind of getting you get it, we we're kind of just getting you kind of moving along. Is there anything back on there that we need to do? Uh it's all optional. I mean, because no. this is kind of this more like little kind of like fetch quests and stuff like that. Can it I get anything like cool there? The, no, nothing oh, like okay. you'd be like, ooh, that's something to have. Yeah, it's just okay. more just kind of like getting a little experience and stuff like no, that here no. and there. I want either dark side points or things that I can. Well, that'd be maybe ride to transport from the, from the dialogue options, but no, um, no, no, no for the can. transport. Maybe we'll maybe we'll try and find you something. Rocket boots or a, a throne chair that <laughs> you can Doctor unlock Evil's throne chair. You can unlock the rocket boots through your legacy, if I recall right, for transportation. Uh, but your legacy, you don't unlock to like fifty, twenty, or thirty, or no, yeah. the end of chapter one. In the chapter one, you unlock your legacy. Otherwise, um, so no, much. I got nothing else to really kind of pimp out other than our uh, our Sutor gameplay. I don't. I can't even say I'm gonna when I'm gonna get back to Republic Commando at this point. Um, but I want to get back to it. I gotta get back to it. Thought we were you. Have you started playing? Um, was it Mysteries of the Sith? Uh, I have that downloaded and installed with the uh, remaster pack. Maybe take a break from Republic and then just start playing Mysteries of the Sith so I can see maybe how it I, looks. Maybe I will do that. See how I feel about that. Because um, if you like it and I like the gameplay, then maybe I'll. Uh, then I'll start playing it. I guess, now that I have OBS, like I can start. I need to start streaming. I like I have everything that I. I just yeah, gotta learn you got editing. Yeah, everything all set up. I do. Ready. I just gotta learn how to do the editing portion because nobody wants to watch me for three hours play. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I'm that still, was. 
I'm still editing down part two of our Sutor gameplay. We're not editing down, I'm just combining it. And going forward, I may just have it directly upload to YouTube. Yeah, and then you I'm, can... I'm just feeling kind of like, eh, Skrills. Because it, it's, a, it's a big download. It's a big, here's really the thing, is. it's a big download, and I'm not trying to, you know, remain humble, but we talk about some pretty hilarious stuff. So, I mean, three hours. We get into it. You know, three hours is, is it's have, not we all, have fun. it's not all boring. It's not a boring three hours. It's a, at least <laughs> for me, we get on at um, five, and next next thing I know, it's 9.30. Yep, I know, it's crazy. So. Anyway, do you have anything you want to? Well, there. I don't want to jump the gun, but I'm currently working on trying to get somebody on the show. I'll keep the name oh, um, yeah. unreleased, but uh, yeah, here in the next couple weeks, stay tuned. Cool. Hopefully, yeah, we'll uh, get this special guest on. And got a lot of uh, I have a lot of stuff planned on, um, lots of stuff planned to talk about. So I think, uh, yeah, this this person that we can get on will bring. Uh, a lot of good stuff and a lot of uh, good, hopefully, points um, to the topics <laughs> that we want to talk about. So it's currently in the works. Stay tuned. Cool. As soon as I get it secured, I will drop it, yeah. release it. Um, and then, yeah, just tomorrow, if you're not joining us at 530, I don't know what's wrong with you. Exactly. And to that, I will say a good night to everybody. Hopefully see you tomorrow. So, pub, let's go.